everybody. Welcome to Lady of Light podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Ricker. John 1.5 says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. I wanted to share with you in scripture today a parable that we have heard or read before that we think is kind of funny, but it's also obvious on what is the right thing to do. But as we really look at it, I think a lot of us might realize that we haven't really understood it. I'm sure all of you remember this parable, but let's read it again. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And the rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew against the house, and it fell and great was the fall of it. So here we have these two pictures that God has given us here. One is a man building his house on sand, and the other one is a man building his house on a rock. Now remember, both of them had rain, floods, and wind. The first is a picture of an unbeliever building his life on sand, everything that is false and temporary. But remember that he too heard the words of Jesus, but he didn't do them. He heard what Jesus was saying, but he didn't actually follow through with it. So a lot of times we think as Christians, like because we believe in Jesus, like a mental assent that we are a Christian and we know the Lord and we're walking in his ways. But the truth is we actually have to do what we read in God's word. We have to actually follow him and walk out in obedience with him. So then the second picture is one of a believer. He is building his life on the rock. He has heard the words of the Lord and he does them. He follows the Lord and he walks in obedience. Christ is the foundation of his salvation. So again, all of us will experience rain, floods, and wind. And we can have a misconception about Christianity to think that we are protected from the rain, the floods, and wind, and the storms of life. That if we build our house on the rock, we will be protected from all the storms of life. But in this parable, Jesus made it clear that both will experience the storms, but only one will remain and not be washed away. You know, I came to the Lord as a young girl. I was about 12 years old, um, and I knew what it meant at that point in my life to have a personal relationship with the Lord. I spent my days in prayer and reading His Word and learning just to how to get to know Jesus and walk in his ways. Um, I learned how to hear God's voice from an early age, and I had a great desire to please my Heavenly Father. Not that I was trying to earn his love, but I desired for my life to honor him and bring him glory. I wanted to love him with all of my heart. And as I grew in my relationship with God, his voice became stronger. And he would speak to me things about other people, things that no one else knew about them but God. And people would say to me, how did you know that about me? And I would say, God told me. I never asked God to tell me these things. He just did. And I have prayed for wisdom and discernment as long as I can remember. 
me and God were close. It was something, again, that I learned to know God and, and walk in his ways from an early age and continue to pursue him in my relationship with him. And I felt that God and I were just close. I believed that he would always have my back like a friend and not let me fall to anything that would really hurt me as long as I kept my heart in his hands. Well, some time ago, I had one of the hardest seasons of my life. And I say one of them because it seems like every time I say this is the hardest season I've ever been through, then I go through something else that is even harder. But I was I was going through this really hard season in my life. And at this point in my life, this was the hardest thing that I had to face. And something happened to me that almost completely crushed me. You see, all of us will experience the waves of life crashing down on us. And at this point, the biggest wave in my life came crashing down on me. And for the very first time in my life, I felt angry with God. I am being completely honest with you when I say never in my life had I ever felt angry with God before. But on this day, with the biggest wave of pain and hurt crashing down on me, I felt angry with God. And I asked God, did I do something to deserve this? For the first time in my life, I felt that God was against me. Maybe many of you have felt the same way. Like if God was really for me, he would not have allowed this to happen to me. All of these questions flooded my mind. Why didn't God tell me? Why didn't he show me this? I felt like God had hid something from me, something he should have shown me. I cried and I cried and I cried. To be honest, I did not hear God say anything at that time. And I knew that my anger that I felt, my anger towards him had put up a wall between us and it kept me from hearing his voice. Maybe some of you struggle with hearing God's voice. Maybe you have angry anger, you've been angry at God and it's put up a wall between you and him. See, I was got angry at God for less than a day. I couldn't stand the distance that I felt from him. I couldn't stand the silence of not hearing his voice. But some of you may be angry at God for like a very long time in your life. And it's time for those walls to come down. When I got to the point and I allowed my heart to quiet down, I heard God say, are you done yet? I said, I don't know, God. Tomorrow I will wake up with this same pain and the next day and the next day and the next. I just don't think that my heart will ever heal from this. And then he asked me the question, Rebecca, do you think that I am greater than the pain that you feel? I said, I know you are God, but I am not sure that I will actually ever feel it. And he said to me, Rebecca, I have never left you. I am not leaving you now. I have always been with you. And the pain that you feel in your heart is not too big for me to heal. Maybe some of you need to hear these same words right now. Your heavenly father has not left you. He has always been with you. And the pain you feel in your heart is not too big for him to heal. You see, when the waves of life hit us, when they hit us hard, 
it lets us see if we are really building our lives on the rock. I had a choice. I had a choice to hold on to this rock as this waves of pain and hurt were crashing down on me. Or I had a choice to let go. I had a choice to stay angry at God and push him away. But I chose to hold on to the rock. And believe me, I held on to him with everything that I had. And day by day, I went to God's word so that his voice would continue to be the rock, the foundation in my heart, in my mind. I let the truth of his word drown out the lies and all the questions. And through all of it, I am stronger. I went to him with my pain. I didn't ignore my pain, suppress my pain, or pretend that it wasn't there. No, I went to him every day with my pain, crying out to him, asking him to help me, asking him to bring healing to my heart and give me strength to press forward. And you know, he showed me that the enemy had been trying to use this very thing, this very situation in my life to destroy me to keep me from walking in the purpose that God had for me. Because let's be honest, when we are angry or we feel so hurt, it's so easy to be isolated. It's easy to cut people off and it's easy not to do anything because we just sit and suffer in our pain. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants us to stay paralyzed in our pain. He wants us to stay isolated from other people and not minister to other people, even with our brokenness. And I saw this happening. I saw that the enemy was really trying to use this in my life to keep me from being a pastor's wife, to keep me from ministering to others. And you see, we have to let God's word put things in perspective to give us a clear vision. Because if we're not reading the word of God on a daily basis, then we are looking at life through our own eyes and perspective. And we can easily be led astray. Through all the bad things that have happened in my life and through all the bad things that happen in our lives, the enemy wants us to call into question the love that God has for us. He wants us to be angry at God. He wants us to let go of the rock, Jesus Christ. You know, we need to know that the enemy will try to destroy us and keep us from walking in the purpose that God has for our lives. In Ephesians 6, it clearly states that we do not wrestle our war, our battle. We do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities of the air. Spiritual warfare is real. It is not something that we can ignore or pretend that's not there. Spiritual warfare is there and the enemy is trying to keep us from walking in the light, from walking in the truth and walking in love. He wants nothing more than to keep us from moving forward, than to keep you and I from building the kingdom of God, from building the kingdom of heaven here on earth. And you and I have a choice to make. We need to choose to hold on to the rock. Jesus Christ, the rock of our salvation. Think about it. What else can we hold on to? If we let go of God or if we don't have a relationship with him and we don't hold on to him, what do we have to hold on to? Because the temporal things of this world will not last. 
our relationships and the things of this world, money, you name it, it's not going to last. And if we try to find our fulfillment and our security in those things, if we run to those things in the midst of our pain, in the midst of the storms that we're going through, we're going to fall short every time. Those things are going to get washed away out of our hands and we will be left empty. Only Christ can fulfill us. Only Christ can help us stand and help us move forward through the storms of life. We will sink, we will fall, and we will drown in the ways of life if we do not hold on to the rock. I am moving forward. I am going to press on. And I'm going to keep the sand off of my foundation, off of the rock. I'm going to continue to let God's words wash away the lies of this world so that his truth remains grounded in my heart and it keeps me grounded in the purpose that God has for me. We have to hear the words of truth. We have to hear the words of God. And we can't just be hearers of the word, but we need to be doers of his word. We need to walk in his ways. And if we are listening and we are obeying God's word, then we will find ourselves built on a rock that will stand through the storms and waves of life. You know, Psalm 62, 6 says, He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. I will not allow my hands to be shaken off the rock. I will continue to press on. I will continue to hold on to Jesus Christ with everything that I am because he is everything to me. The, the word says that the righteous shall not be moved. We just keep, have to keep holding on to the Lord no matter what we're going through. On Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. That beautiful hymn, all other ground is sinking sand. I pray that these words reign true in your heart today. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for your word. God, I thank you for your faithfulness. And Lord, it's been so easy in our culture, God, the way the church as a whole, God, has watered down the word to think, you become a Christian and life is so easy because God just blesses you and protects you from everything, God. But it's so clear, even through this parable in Matthew, God, where both are going to experience the storms of life. All of us, no matter if we're a Christian or not, we're going to experience the wind and the rain and the floods. But those that know you, those that hold on to you, that build their lives upon you, they will remain. They will be a light in the darkness and other people will see it. Father, I pray that you would give us strength to hold on to you. Father, if anybody is, is experiencing or has anger in their heart, they've been angry at you. They've been angry at others. Father, I pray that by your grace and your mercy, you would pour out your strength upon them, that they would lay it down at the altar of your feet, God, and they would release forgiveness just like you forgive them, Father. God, I pray that we would hold on to you no matter what we're going through, no matter what storms in life, to understand that if we're not holding on to you, there's nothing. We're going to come up short and we're going to come up empty every single time. But you are the rock of our salvation, 
You are an ever-present help in times of trouble. You are a strong tower and a refuge. You are all that we need. Father, I pray that you will bless your people, that they would hold on to you, that they would love you, that they would listen to you and walk in your ways. Father, if anybody is struggling to hear your voice, God, I pray, any walls that are there that keep them from hearing your voice, that they would be broken down right now in Jesus' name. And I pray, Father, they would hear you speak to them clearly. They would desire to pray to you. They would desire to read your word and build that relationship with you and build their life upon the rock. Father, I pray that our communities and our nations, our family, would be built upon you as the foundation and as the author and finisher of our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed. Stand strong, pick up your sword, the word of God, and fight in the power of his strength and love.